0: Chugga, it, chugga chugga, 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 chugga.
1: Welcome, everybody, to the inaugural pod for the 515 Express. Uh, I'm your host here, Jacob, with uh, some of my college buddies. We're going to go around the room, introduce ourselves a little bit, and we're going to get into you know, what the pod's about.
2: What's going on, fellas? I'm hyped. It's I, the first one. I love it. It is the first one. I am Ben. Um,
3: Yeah, there's not much more to that. Will? Yeah, uh, Will
0: over here in the corner. Let's get it popping, boys. I'm Steve. I'm excited to be here. Um, Get the shit popping with you guys. I fucking love it.
1: All right, um, fellas, uh, let's uh, give the listeners kind of a little insight into, you know, why we started the pod, uh, a little reasoning behind getting together, making it kind of a weekly event, Um, get into that a little bit.
3: Yeah. I mean, obviously going from college roommates, seeing each other every day, talking sports, talking shop, (laughs) talking life. We do it on a weekly basis, football games, basketball games, golf, you name it, we're talking it. And let's just, uh, let's put all the group chats aside. Let's, you know, get together. That's why we're doing this. I think it's more fun to have some beers, be in person, talk shop, you know, that's just my kind of thing. And you know, it's just good. It's good camaraderie, and it's fun to be around you boys.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. Um, just kind of picking off, picking up off of what he said. You know, it gives us the chance to kind of recap. You know, what's going on in the sports world, because um, a lot of us are watching games live. But, like you said, we're, you know, in different group chats. Sometimes guys are talking to different guys. Um, it just allows us the opportunity to get together. You know, talk about what's going on. Talk about the breaking news in sports, um, whether you know whatever sport it may be. Um, I'm excited. It's good to be here.
2: And yeah, I'm with you. And there's not much to be said after that. I mean, you know, as everybody gets older, and you know, you get the college roommates you get to see every day, every second with your with your guys, whether you play a sport or not. And then as you get older, you get married, and all that, have kids, you don't see them as much. So. Anytime that we can get back and you know
1: talk sports, the stuff that we love, then it's I'm all for it. Yeah, I mean, it, it were, you know, something we didn't mention. You know, we all played college football together. Um, there's a bond there, um, and more than anything, we were roommates. Oh, that is just uh, a
3: different and sound. Don't
2: you
1: shit yourself,
2: listeners? We <laughs> are drinking.
3: I mean, that's just a different sound. And you know, jumping right in, let's jump right in. Let's get college to it. football. Transfer portal, let's fucking go. We're all fucking Iowa boys. 515, now you know the fucking origin. Let's roll. Go ben, Hawks. what are your thoughts on bringing Cade fucking McNamara? To the I University mean, it'll, just like her name, 515
2: Express, there's a fucking train coming. You better hop, hop on choo-choo. board. You, if you don't hop on board, we'll fucking see it at the next stop, pal. Uh, Purdue? Yeah. N- not anymore. No um kate i mean love the pick up you know it sounds like he's a you know great dude wants to win that's the biggest thing he wants to win he understands what you know iowa is he you know will you you mentioned it earlier he doesn't want to be a game manager at iowa you know and i can understand that you know coming from a, a college quarterback you know i was kind of a game manager you know you hand the ball off you do whatever it takes to win you're a team guy and i'm not saying that he's not a team guy um but you know playing you know outside your limits and all that stuff you know that's the the kind of guy i like to see you know um any any other
0: i think he brings he brings a winning mentality to the offense um you know the guy's a proven winner he led i mean he led michigan to the college football playoff last year like what was it like
1: 12 and 3 as a starter
0: yeah i mean you know granted they they you know they got overmatched against a really good georgia team but you know the guy can win um i mean he, he beat ohio state last year who did he play in the Big Ten championship game last year? I don't yeah. know if, if that team ever uh, showed up. Well, that, that's the point. Our offense didn't show up. Correct. Defense can only do so much. So. You can only play and defense for so long. That's fellas. the
2: thing. He's not a bad quarterback. Just because, you know, he he took a, you know, a step back this year and let JJ start this year. You know, just injury, you know, and all that stuff, you know, he's still a great, great quarterback. Come back from that. You know, I'm excited to see if we can get guys around him this coming year. You know, we're a little we're lacking in the receiver spot right now. We've got good tight ends, obviously. But hey, Iowa,
3: hey, but.
0: speaking on tight end, Steve, Mr. Tight End over here, Eric All, is he bringing him or what? I think he's coming. You know, we saw him. He was at the he was at the basketball game last night. Uh, Dub. side. So, you know that, that that just tells me if if you're doing all that on a visit, I, I don't see why you're not coming. I mean, he, he put his name in the transfer portal not long after, like like committed. four
3: days, and they have elite chemistry Did yeah. you see the stats coming out of there yeah. 40 receptions 500 yards whatever it was in 2021 we're bringing in we're bringing in a d1 dude who knows well, how to do it he's, he's one he's a played. leader he was a captain on their michigan team was a captain this year guys i mean he's still playing right no he he had a back injury so he's been no. he's been sidelined a little bit but um that's right. the other thing though steve You're, you've had a knee injury kate just had some surgery what are we what do we ex- what can we expect here what's his timeline do you think he can be here for spring ball is he going to be day one starter? Kind of get me into like a little rehab process here.
0: I think spring ball is probably out of the question would be my guess, you know, kind of just depends on how fast he recovers. Um, you know, you might see him practice in some sort of capacity throughout spring ball. I highly doubt he'll go live. Um, but I think once fall comes around fall camp, I think he'll be full blown ready to go day one starter. Um, you don't, I mean, you don't bring in a guy like this unless you already got a guy. And it's obviously we don't have a guy. Um, and like I said, he's a, he's a winner. So, you know, if he can bring that mentality um, and kind of picking off all the tight ends, it's going to be interesting to see what Iowa does with their tight ends on the field next year because we got a lot of talent at tight end. Um, you might be seeing sets where we got three tight ends in the game. Not to mention we're bringing a freshman All-American back in the backfield. Right. So – um, you know, you got three tight ends now that can stretch the field. Talking 13 personnel. Uh, good in the, how do you, good how do you in line up against game. that?
1: Defensively, how do you match 13 personnel? Do you bring in an extra backer? I, 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 that's not an easy thing to do, right?
2: Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, it'll be, it'll be interesting to watch and just kind of see the updates um, from the Iowa reporters and, you know, see what the spring ball looks like. Um, if those, you know, we get the guys that come in in all that, Um, but yeah, to say the least, I'm excited, you know, this is like a new coming to Jesus to see, (laughs) you know, I have had this excitement since Ricky Stancy, you know.
3: There Um, is something to be excited about, it's, it is a breath of fresh air.
2: It'd be different if, like, we still had Spencer back there, and we just got, like, a, you know, an Alabama receiver, for instance, you know, receiver's not the same position as a quarterback, once you get the the quarterback, the guy who's going to... You know, lead your team and be the face of your team. So much different, and it just brings a, a, a energy that we not deserve, but you know, wanted after you know these this season. So
3: uh, when we've talked guys coming in. Unfortunately, we have to talk guys going out. It, what, yeah. What, what? Who are we lining up well, at receiver? Well, What's going on there? What? A, a
1: receiver? I mean, I get it. Uh, X receiver here. I, you know. I don't know if playing in that offense, if I'd enjoy it. And some of those guys like, you know, Arlen Bruce, um, got a lot of time left. I get it from his perspective. Like, but you see that J.J. McCarthy come in, right? Like, mm, you got to weigh that. Cade, but yeah. Cade, holy shit. Uh, sorry, fellas. It's okay. Uh, but you see that guy come in, right? Like, at that point, <laughs> you got to like weigh that, don't you think?
3: yeah you 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 see him coming in and if i'm keegan johnson a stud you see this kind of guy coming back i mean do you do you reconsider at all or are you gone i know he's, got, he's 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 filled some offers from some pretty poor schools but uh <laughs> notre dame dimension one i mean yeah he's got some I, he's got some options but
0: i think he's probably gone um How's, I, I imagine there's probably something there with the coaches relationship-wise that just they're not really seeing eye-to-eye, eye. and I think probably a fresh start for him and the coaching staff. I, is, I, yeah, is, totally agree. Is much needed. You're
3: leaving as the number one, though. How, you just brought in a number one quarterback. If you re-enter or you know how, take your name out of the portal, you're the number one still at Iowa. So how's it, uh, how's it work? Are you, though? Why wouldn't why, you be? Why, who's better right now? No
1: one. So, but how's it work? I, I truly just don't know. How's it work after you enter transfer portal? Is there any penalty for saying "ah"? Eh, I want to go back. No, you can. Take, no, because can somebody from Carl-
2: Colorado just did the same thing like last week. Once he heard Dion was coming, yeah, I withdraw from the transfer portal, N- and no issues. Go I mean, you that. can
0: you can enter the portal and you know wait up to the last second and take your name out.
3: Same thing that you can take you can do that, but there's no so what you're doing when you enter the transfer portal, you're withdrawing your scholarship at right. that university. Right. So if you do withdraw you your name, it. there is no guarantee that there's a scholarship waiting for you or a spot on that football team. Now granted, you know, there's some exceptions with some studs out there that, you know, hey, I might come back. But you've got some guys that they're putting their name in because maybe they didn't get some playing time or they want more playing time. And a team's gonna think about that. They're always bringing guys in. You got national signing day here in December twenty first. You're bringing in some studs to replace you all the time. You you withdraw your name, there ain't. There's no guarantee you got a spot back. Especially and, if these guys are. And
2: that's the thing. It's like so many guys because it's so popular to go to transfer portal. Are these guys? I mean, I'm not speaking for everybody. Are these guys just doing it because everybody's doing it, or because the media is you know all about it and they want their name out there? Um, they want to get, you know, they want to feel, you know, worth, you know. I, I, blessed to receive an offer from whatever. See who you can go out there. But like he said, you know, the is, high school recruits, you know, don't don't forget about those. All the scholarships they have to, you know, fill up. You know, are those already filled up? Do you have to go walk on? You know, somewhere.
1: Yeah, I don't know if the grass is always greener, right? How
2: many scholarships can you get
1: on a Division One? Fifty-three, right?
3: No, that's NFL is fifty three active players. I think in Division one you can field seventy three full scholarships. Um, my math could be off a little bit. It might be ninety five, no seventy three. I think it's seventy three.
2: Okay, so you think about, you know, you, you don't have much. No, I mean, and
3: I, like I, like you know you mentioned it, it's, you have guys coming in that are three four star studs that you know that need to play. You're not just gonna do everything through the transfer portal.
1: 63
3: 63 i knew it was
0: a 63. three Sixty
3: three. 63 so i mean you got it's not a lot a three deep
0: actually no it's 85 63 in the fcs division one fbs can give out a maximum of 85 full rides yes full ride scholarship and they oh, can't right. and on right. and fbs yeah. you can't divide those up but fun fact at the fcs
3: level you can split 63 yeah. up there you can have 50/50 50, 25/75 50, doesn't matter if you want some money and you want somebody to come play right. easy money there
2: which is good i
3: mean i see yeah and i like that i like that flexibility you know those schools you know 63 scholarships full scholarship. that's a lot of money for an fcs program and being able to at least spread the wealth and get more kids excited about you you know coming yeah. in might not be full throw a bone to a guy with a
1: 25% that's probably overlooked at an fbf's level but you know maybe he's got a chance and he shows up and he's a dog now you move some things around. You got a guy graduate. Now you just picked up a guy that was overlooked are, at the FCS level.
3: Are you guys familiar with Dallas Goddard? I don't know. He, he's pretty cool. <laughs> Big Eagles uh, fan uh, came, over here. Came in to SDSU, go Jacks. Uh, true walk-on, preferred walk-on. He Then they upped his scholarship first year to 25%, and then by the time he was graduating, yeah, he was on a full ride because that dude is a freak of nature. Fly, Eagles, fly. I mean, you could say the
2: same thing about Baker Mayfield. I mean, think about where did he start at? Texas Tech? Texas Tech. Walk-on. Walk-on. Walked on to Oklahoma. And then... Sad a year. Yeah. Sad a year. Back then, it would have been, you know... Talk about, you know, just inspiring for, you know, anybody out there, our listeners, who's wanting to walk on, you know, anyway. Do
1: it. Um, so... I think we've talked all things transfer portal. I, I, we could literally probably talk about this for hours. Um, let's move on to um, Dion, Colorado. I mean, kind of goes hand in hand.
3: Thoughts? Moving pieces. A lot of moving pieces. It's a lot, It's a wild, wild west out there, boys. You got Matt Rule taking $8 million a year to go to Nebraska. You got Dion coming into Pac-12, making $6 million a year. And he's bringing Louie, baby. I and mean, he's bringing <laughs> Louie. Can we talk about that speech? I that's mean, not, he, I, that was incredible. I mean, if. I hate,
2: and the thing I, is, that's, him right off, love him. I mean, that's right off the top of his head. I mean, oh. that's just how he is. I'm bringing luggage, and it's and it's fucking Louie in front of the whole team. I mean, if you. Right in front of the. You know, you know fucking the quarterback sitting right there, McCown sitting right there. Well, the, the the quarterback, oh, bring quarterback in raised Louie. his hand, right? The quarterback like raised his I hand, got... and he goes, "Yeah, I'm bringing him." I already brought my quarterback, and I've got a whole bunch with me. I mean, if I'm a player, to be honest, that Colorado, see you
3: later. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, dude. He, he he ended his speech with, "And y'all better be hitting the portal, making more room for me." <laughs> yeah. I mean, man,
0: a dog. <laughs> it, if I'm the Pac-12, I'm nervous. Uh, especially with
1: USC and UCLA leaving.
0: Uh, he's going to make some noise at Colorado, 100%. especially with, you know, all the NIL deals. He's already, oh, he's, gonna he's gonna already bringing Shader Sanders, Travis Hunter's coming. There's probably a couple of the Jackson state guys coming. You got a five star recruit receiver committed already. I mean, it's just, it's going to be fireworks, but you know, what's going to be an
2: ass is those off season workouts. He's gonna to try to get those kids that were at Colorado to try to quit, and he even said in his speech, "Oh, I'm gonna to try to get you to quit." There ain't no doubt about that. Like you, uh, <laughs> like you, that. Uh, you've been there. Oh, I've been there. It's. I don't. You want good. to name the place? Uh, oh, I mean, I don't care. It's Missouri Western. I mean, so the kind of the backstory on that was we had the same coach there for you know fifteen, ten years, or whatever, from my fall who recruited me, and then he got fired, um, and then they brought a whole new staff in. His staff, I mean, his quarterback that he recruited from the last school, you know, and that's not very – I didn't really know much about that in the end. But he, after, you know, learned more about it, he tried to get everybody to quit. You know, 4 a.m. workouts. <laughs> I mean, me. just the worst thing that you could possibly think of on the field at 4 a.m. On the field, not, not getting up at 4 a.m. On the field at 4 a.m. doing sled pushes – tire flips <laughs> rope swings whatever it may be i just to re, try to get i t- just re-tore my Achilles <laughs> Achilles. <laughs> i
1: mean i mean i mean
2: yeah so uh, i understand i mean pray
1: for those players pray all right um hawk uh bowl game thoughts prayers yeah uh, might need them the over <laughs>
0: Fireworks. always the
3: over can't believe we're setting a freaking another d1 record with the total being set at 31 and a half. and with all these people announcing their decision to either go pro or enter the transfer portal or sit out this game i mean this thing could get this this thing could get 28 and a half, boys it could get there people are hammering the under because they have such an unknown of what's going on at these schools yeah, i mean Iowa does, they can't even field an offense right now honestly You're going to be throwing Jack Ryan and Bo Jambles out there at wide receiver. I mean, (laughs) the
2: only thing that makes me confident about the under is our defense. I mean,
3: who we got? We got.
1: Well, Levis isn't playing.
2: Levis and
3: their their starting running back isn't playing, and their top two receivers are in the transfer portal (laughs) right now. I mean, I I don't want to play. (laughs) This might be the worst
0: fucking game. (laughs) It's going to be so bad. It's must watch. Yeah, that's true. It. You know, I I think it's a game that. I'm, if I'm Brian Ference, you know, let it loose a little bit. You know, see what you can do. See what you got. Show the Hawk fans what
1: they want, right? Um, Especially with the guy coming in.
0: Right. You know. Air you know, what do you What do you got to lose, right? You know what you got coming in next year. Okay, see what you got. See what, what skill guys you got. And it's a rematch from last year. We fucking hate Kentucky.
3: We know right. what they there do. There is some ill will there. Spencer Petrus sucked last year. Bringing in Labus. let's fucking go. I want to win this fucking game. I need eight wins.
1: We're but running the ball seventy percent of the this time. This
3: defense deserves eight wins. They need they deserve ten. But let's get them at least eight. Send Jack Campbell off on a high note. Dr- Dip Buckus Award winner. Is, it, is he first round? Shout rounder? out. First one at Iowa history. Is he a first rounder? Really? No, not a first rounder. You can't I don't know if you can waste a first rounder on a linebacker boys.
2: Nakobi uh, who I understand that we can run the ball. Who the fuck are we gonna throw it to? Alec fucking wick? on a fucking go-route. Luke Lachey, baby. I know All we day. got the
3: tight ends. Yeah, we can throw...
2: We can do RPOs yeah, off La- of that.
3: Laporta's La playing. Laporta's back. That we're is going, true.
2: I know that. We're going screen left,
3: screen right. We're doing rollout tunnels. right.
2: <laughs> Hopefully, we don't do the fucking... The, we're doing the reverse. Off, off the bye week, Ohio State, rollout left, <laughs> Petrist to the, the, you know... That backer just play jumped that,
3: Yeah. Yeah. And, I
2: mean, just the just the 10-yard out to... Who was it, Laporta?
3: Whoever, Whoever the it fuck was, was, it wasn't anybody in our color Kirk. jersey. Uh, we, that's the play that we fucking. We have. scripted that shit for two weeks. We uh, two weeks. Brian and Kirk were like, absolutely. That's we roll in out. with
1: uh, <laughs> second red zone trip. We run in a reverse. Uh, our, our guy's gone.
3: I, who do we give the reverse to? Ragaini? I like him. He's a baller, dude. Yeah. The Italian Stallion, Steve. You know, oh what yeah, that's we about. could throw it to him.
2: You know what that shit about give yeah. him the ball? We could throw it to him. I mean, how about? Uh, Like one target. Brody Brecht? How about like one target when we played at Rutgers this year? (laughs) And and Nico his fucking thirty plus family was there and he got one target. (laughs) I mean, do you as your as his
3: dad you'd be like, hey, good game. (laughs) Like no. Proud of you, son. Yeah. Oh wait. At the same time though. Who the fuck was throwing it to him? Let's talk about that. Yeah, I mean, what I, yeah. a, I mean, do we want to go down that path? No, it caught me. If off.
0: you're, if you're, is is his family? Did Did you expect to get more than one target? No, you're not. I mean,
2: obviously, you're not asking for anything. If you're your family, then you know you're showing up. The coaches don't know that, I'm sure. But just one of those games where you don't get touches. You guys know that. <laughs>
3: Yeah, it is what it is. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> not getting touches. I, I, <laughs> I, I
1: understand that very well. Well,
2: um, what do we got what what we next got, up? Jake?
1: Next up, we got college basketball. Uh, we're gonna go Hawks Duke into Hawks Clone. Uh, you want to talk about the worst into the best performance? Uh,
3: yeah, we can really scrap the Hawk versus Duke game because uh, just that get rid team didn't it. show up at all. No, uh, were we was, there? Madison Square Garden, the Too lights, lights? The, the action pack, the just, national television, playing Duke. I think playing literally, just seeing a Duke jersey, probably. Tony Perkins was, sh- there was shit run down his leg. <laughs> 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 you could see it. It, was, it. it left Marks on the fucking court, the shit that was dripping off of his fucking leg.
2: Think about just, a guy just, who would not be like shit down his leg. Like he would, like, I feel like he's the guy who would step up to that moment and not be scared of anybody. And I'm not just blaming it on Tony Perkins. We we shot like shit, shit.
0: Yeah, just an off night. I mean, basketball is an interesting game. You know, it's 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 a hit or hit or miss game. Iowa is notorious for hitting a lot of threes, shooting the ball right. Well. Yeah, we're an offensive and team, and they're, they're good. We've seen it in the past they go on stretches where they can't make a single shot, and I think it's just one of those nights. And are is Duke better than Iowa? I don't think so. Absolutely not. Um, do they they're have more bigger. talent? They probably do. They got definitely more highly recruits than I we mean. do. Um but I think if we played them again, I would I you know, I think the Hawks would stand a chance. Age age would I think age literally
3: would be the difference the next time we played around. We've got guy, I think our average age on our team is 22, 23. Duke, they're 17, 18 years old still. You know, we've got I mean, we've got guys with Experience. Six years. We got, we got bullied years. by
0: seventeen. We got returning guys from the Big Ten title team last year. Um, Whole team. They've, they've got NCAA tournament experience.
1: Well, isn't, I think I heard a stat like this is the third year in a row, like third year in a row with the same team, right? Like same six seven. I could be wrong, but I mean, I think I think they caught us at a bad time. I think the Madison Square Garden got to us. Because look at what we did against Iowa State. Iowa State's a defensive team. I mean, they're the top defensive scoring team in college basketball, in D1. Like, they average 60 points a game giving up, which is insane. And we just routed them Yeah, without think, our best player, question mark? I think, you
2: know, I heard it, you know, the offensive rebounding was the big thing for Duke. And then, you know, the first start of the game for the Iowa-Duke game, we weren't too bad on, you know, offensive rebounds. So, you know, or I guess defensive rebounds would have been the, the case there. But, you know, just starting off, you know, the Iowa State game moving into that was just, you know, you get a hot start. You don't let off the gas. You know, there in the late second half, you you know, you turn the ball over a couple of times. But, um, you know, it was a great performance. Connor McCaffrey, question mark. Um, Player of the
0: game, Philip Rubraccia.
1: True. I fucking hate him too. As many as many times as we've all said last year how bad he was and how we hated him. He had glorified Adam Woodbury
0: before hot take. Woodbury was Woodbury was seven foot. I still don't think
3: Woodbury's (laughs) ever
0: dunked a ball in his life. (laughs) (laughs) No, but in all seriousness, Robracha, I mean, he played fantastic last night. His defense was off the charts. You know, he was getting after it on the loose balls, getting loose loose rebounds, offensive rebounds, putbacks. You know, energy plays, it, it, they're contagious in basketball. And I think I think the Hawks fed off that last night. What did he go it's, for, like
1: 23 and like 12?
0: Yeah, it's almost like Chris being out elevated his
3: shit. I think it did. And now what you're looking for going into Wisconsin on Sunday, can you – repeat that can he can do you, can, the, can you, you do the can same, you be the dog yeah. again even if chris is on the court I, I don't know if he's going to be but can you do the same thing that's something that if you want to be great in the big Ten, you have to do it every fucking night every night i mean that's the most physical league by far and you got i mean he he he, he looked bad last year he was weak uh but excited for big Ten play to kick off here guys i mean what are your thoughts going into sunday going into wisconsin i mean steve what do you think
0: wisconsin's a pretty good team um you know they they they've had a pretty good pretty tough non-conference schedule they could they took kansas down to the wire in the battle for atlantis tournament probably should have won that game um lost on a pretty sick uh put back layup by kansas um you know it's gonna be a tough game for the hawks on the road in the big tens never easy uh hostile crowd hostile environment um Chris potentially being out could be a big factor in this game. Um, it's kind of looking like he will be.
1: He's in the boot. I mean, are we thinking um, like low ankle or high ankle. I'm thinking. <laughs>
0: uh-huh. um, if 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 the hawk team that we saw last night shows up, I like our chances. Yeah, dude. They just fucking wanted it more. They literally were aggressive.
3: Their they made their right bats. off the bat. Yeah. Energy. I mean, right
2: off the bat. Defense. Shout out, yeah.
0: The Iowa defense last night—that's the best. That's the best I've seen them play
1: defense. We, we held this Iowa whole State
0: with like scoreless for like now, eight now, minutes. Granted, I was, I was, Iowa them. State's not a <laughs> <laughs> Iowa State's not the you know most explosive offensive team by any means, Right, needs, uh, but, no, absolutely. But you still held a D one team to eight points. Well, we, we forced we forced turnovers, we forced bad shots, rush shots. Um, and we we, well. we transition those into to fast break points. And you know who plays eerily similar to
3: Iowa State is Wisconsin. They're not going to fucking blow you away with shooting. They're going to play great defense. We just saw that. They're going to attack the boards, and they're going to try to turn you over. And that's exactly what Iowa State's MO is, and we just fucking dogged them. Can we make sure Fran stays at 499 career wins? I mean, what the yeah, fuck was that? Just, like, they we, almost like... There must have been they some pep
2: talk from Sherman before the game or something like, hey, you know, this is, you know, Coach McCaffrey's, this could be potentially his 500th win, you know, and maybe that hyped him up a little bit. But, you know, whether it's football, basketball, um, Wisconsin's always there. They're never something to take lightly, you know, especially up in Madison. There. Yeah. Yeah, so you know it's going to be a rocking crowd. So shout out my fiance, a hey. Wisconsin sucks. Fuck the Badgers. No shit. Um, but yeah, it should be a good environment. You know, you know. Hopefully, it just kind of depends. You know how we how we shoot it. You know, I I don't know.
1: <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, I, I, the other thing I think we have to worry like. Is Wisconsin going to be the same Wisconsin that they've been previously? I mean, I know they they've had a couple of good wins early. Like you said, they got lucky, not lucky. They got unlucky, but they don't have the
3: Brad Davidson. They don't, You know, the, I just threw they it in my mouth. He, Word, the, fuck him,
1: the worst player to watch in college Dude,
3: basketball last year. The fucking flap rule. He would. He'd be fucking. I would sit there and shoot free throws the whole game. With how <laughs> many fucking he were, Is
2: he worse than the Ohio State point guard from a couple years ago?
3: Oh, yes what was that aaron Kraft.
0: <laughs> aaron Kraft. <laughs> <laughs> i think he
2: is oh he's terrible you couldn't that watch
0: fucking a Fucking blushed cheek bitch oh my be, god shaved head state in the ncaa tourney yeah he had a last yeah. shot didn't last he? second shot against iowa state shout out shout out aaron craft <laughs> <laughs> all right uh, I mean, he, you know soft, was, wisconsin taking? they don't have a johnny davis like they did last year right you know he bursted on the scene last year and you know, was an All-American. Dog. And, and everybody said what? he was
3: better than Keegan Murray. Let's fast forward. Sorry, guys. I know we're huge into Iowa. We're, but what... Can you enlighten me on his how his NBA career has gone? Mr. Taco much, Bell himself? I haven't heard much about it. Oh, you haven't yet? Yeah, because he's not fucking playing. Riding that goddamn bench. What about Sign it? your fucking two-way contract. Get back to the fucking G League. What about uh, Keegan Murray, though? Oh, yeah. He's starting for the Kings. He's starting for the
1: Kings. Averaging like 12 a game, right?
0: Weird. You, um... Wisconsin though, they'll be their experienced team. Um, they'll be physical. It's gonna. I I envision a low scoring game. Uh, I don't. I don't think the pace is gonna be there. I think. I think they're gonna try to slow Iowa down, but um, first team to sixty wins. Yeah, I would say so. Um, it's gonna be an interesting game. Um, it'd be a great way for the Hawks to get off to start and you know Big Ten play with a win. Start one to zero. Be huge. Big Ten's gonna be tough this year. There's a lot of good teams. Physical.
2: Michigan State is sleepy good. Indiana is, Indiana M- Indiana is good. so good. Illinois is They're good. Yep. yep. So,
0: uh, All
1: right. Um, moving on, we're going to get the next segment, NFL Weekly Talk. Um, let's review. The man, the myth. Cut, and then just goes and just says, I'm going to win a football game at the highest level, Baker Mayfield
2: yeah i mean i'll just kind of start this one off i won't say much on this but you know i was listening to kind of his post-game interview um with the amazon team last night it would have been i think he landed in la lax at seven ten tuesday not sunday not saturday not monday Tuesday at seven ten. That's yeah, forty nine yeah. hours.
3: Is that the order of the days? Yeah. So yeah I mean is that Saturday, is what Tuesday means. Sunday, Sunday Saturday. Yeah. Not
2: yeah. Saturday, not Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> I mean Tuesday is everything
1: but. But those, think about yeah. that.
2: You know, as a quarterback, I know they have the he- earpieces and all that stuff. So I'm sure Sean McVay was just fucking blowing a gasket in his fucking ear. Hey, throw it to this out right here. Just call this play. Throw it to the left out here. um you know, it's it's pretty remarkable how you can you know the Raiders aren't anything. Yeah, I was gonna say special. how I was playing a D two defense it's, it's, exactly. It's, it's a it's, it's
0: a Raiders way to lose. Oh, one hundred percent. I mean, Over, most overrated team this year. Baker Mayfield was. I mean, it was impressive. I mean, going ninety eight yards, no timeouts, in a brand new offense. You hardly know and winning the game. Got lucky a little bit, but if you're a Raiders fan. I mean, you're taking what, what, it for this season. What I'm is, done. What is what is Josh McDaniels doing? I mean, why are you? Pre- Devontae Adams didn't have a single target in the second half. He ran it 27 times with Josh Jacobs, averaging 3.7 yards of carry. And the two times Devontae got a target on Jalen Ramsey in the first half, he torched him. In the second half, he doesn't have one target. It's just, I mean, you got to get the ball in your best player's hand and. Josh Jacobs is having an unbelievable year. Yeah, Don't he's leading wrong. the league in rushing. But there's no receiver like Devontae Adams. You got to get him the ball. one no, hundred uh, percent.
2: And it's not just the OC. Why? Why are you? And even Baker said this in the interview. Why are as a DC? Why are you pressing
3: at the end of the game on a two-minute drive? Your two corners were, or yeah, your two safeties. We're two yards deep in the end zone, not even covering the corners. What the fuck Why? is that shit? Okay. There's 16 yeah. seconds if left. If they throw it over the fucking middle, you're going to make a fucking play on it.
0: Right. The go only thing the that
3: kills you is the sideline in yeah. the end zone. You're down. you're only up six. You're not up <laughs> nine. What's
2: Baker on the 25, the 20? 20, he throws it. Okay. I'm going to throw a go ball to the our one-on-one. Seed. Exactly. So, I, I do not feel bad for the Raiders in any way. And that's not because I'm a Chiefs fan, but just because they're
0: so fucking bad. I, I don't feel I don't feel bad for them because it's
1: they had all the
2: pieces. It's just a right? way.
0: It's a way. It's a Raiders way to lose. Defense. You know, if they, they win that game, they're right back into the playoff hunt at six and seven. But now they're five and eight, and they're kind of on the outside looking in, and pro, more than likely probably have to win out now to have a chance. But
3: um, yeah, you're looking at you're looking at nine or ten wins
1: yeah is, that can still be
0: dicey though i mean you've Even, got yeah. you've got some good i think fucking you teams. gotta i think in the afc this year you gotta get at least 10 wins to make playoffs i think you're right
3: dolphins yeah let's talk about them Eight and four, baby mantua hey we got the chargers rolling in sunday night football we got flexed to sunday night fucking football when's the last time you guys seen the dolphins on sunday night football it's uh, been a while against the Steelers. Really, yeah, they played against year. Steelers, right? That was, was that, early, that like was week Monday. three. That was Sunday night. Football. Was that fucking Sunday night? Football? It was like week night three. Football. Jesus Christ! What a sixteen ten! What a boring fucking game that was. Big fan over there. That was Tua's first game back from injury. I mean, we all know how that's how that's gone down. You know, he, he's number one in QBR. Whatever, big deal, right? <laughs> uh, but we're rolling. We're rolling right into Sunday night. You know, we're we're going up against Herbert. And that that's a huge He's huge a game cuz that's the talk. Yeah. Tua was one taking one ahead of Herbert. Oh, Herbert's so fucking good. You know, how many how many playoff games has he played in? Fucking zero. Fucking zero.
2: He beats him in every category except for passing yards.
3: Who? Herbert. He beats who and who? No, Tua yeah. beats Herbert. That's what I'm saying.
2: In every passing category except pass I mean everybody looks at the grand the the gross yards, yeah. The gross stat. I mean are we looking at completions versus you know QBR, attempts? Are or, we looking at QBR? Are we looking at touchdowns versus interceptions? Why are we comparing these two? It's not it's even, apples to oranges. Yeah, I who's mean, just, better? Oh, Tua, hundred percent. Love last that. year. I'm not sure.
3: You know what? Who's the MVP? Last this year? year, Tua was throwing to fucking Devontae last... Parker and Gasecki. Uh, this year, he, he was thrown not to fucking com- Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. Herbert last year had Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, still does Gerald Everett. They've That's what I'm hurt. saying.
0: They've like, been hurt though. Yeah, they've been but, hurt. but they... Keenan Allen and Mike Williams played 46 snaps together this year. Yeah, but I think where Justin Herbert is lacking is he needs an offensive coach. Plain and simple, Staley. I, I don't sucked. think Staley's Staley's not a, he's not a horrible coach, but you got a guy like Herbert with that arm talent, the mobility. frame he's got, mobility. Yeah. You got some good pieces around him. You got to get an offensive mind in there.
3: That, I agree. Staley's best suited for a fucking it, craps table where he's rolling dice because that's all that <laughs> fucking idiot wants to do is gamble. And, 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 it, and it's it's <laughs>
0: it, it's almost a must win for the Chargers on Sunday. You know they're sitting at six and six, same you know, as they're, Oakland, they're, right? They're, Out of the AFC West. The AFC West is virtually locked up by the Chiefs. Yeah, it's a wild card only. Ten wins is probably going to get you in the playoffs. You know, you lose this game, you got to win out.
3: This is must-win territory for the Dolphins. So, we still have the Bills, Jets, Patriots on the horizon. I mean... Packers Christmas Day, they're no fucking joke either. I mean, you can't sleep on them. Aaron Rodgers is still the fucking two-time reigning MVP. This is must-win territory for the Dolphins, and I'm just excited for you guys to see what I've been watching all fucking year on Sunday Night Football in front of everybody. You guys are going to love it. Um, Choke job.
1: So, AFC is cool. (laughs) Let's talk about the best team in the NFC. Take it away. Yeah. Yeah. Fly, Eagles, fly. I mean, can we talk about the year that Jalen Hurts has had? How how is he not the MVP frontrunner? It I mean, I, everybody argues Patrick Mahomes, and I get it, but the guy goes for 160 yards rushing last week. Tennessee says, okay, we're going to shut down the run. Steichen, Shane Steichen, our OC, says, okay. Jalen Hurts throws for
3: 380, three touchdowns, I mean, zero picks. I mean, he literally got the GM of the Titans fired. I mean, that was yeah. the worst trade of all time in the offseason. Hey, but my fucking fantasy team doesn't give a fuck. AJ Brown, <laughs> you don't you don't
0: trade a guy like AJ. Brown. He's he's
1: a generational talent. I mean, he's different, right? He's not like he's not your Tyree Kill. He's not a speed guy, but he is your physical. I mean, some of those catches he made, he he is surrounded Should've by had the other one. Yeah, he's surrounded yeah. by defenders. Just finds a way to catch it, and that's not an easy thing to do. And let's talk about some of this ball
3: placement, though. I mean, yeah, these catches are difficult, but. Jalen is throwing some dimes. He's him. As much as I don't want to fucking like the guy, you gotta like the guy. Gets benched at Bama. Says, you know what? I'm not gonna fucking. Well, he about saw it. the writing on the wall. Yeah.
2: He's, you know, playing at Bama, especially quarterback, is super tough. Just like you know Iowa, they don't have a. We don't have a professional football team. So as Spencer Petras, you're the face of the state. You're everybody who they look at. So, you know, Jalen Hurts, <laughs> I don't blame him for going to Oklahoma. And
1: he, he balls out at Oklahoma. And well, then he it, moves on. But it, he sat a year, too. Yeah. I mean, it, it wasn't that he was just like, oh, okay. I'm benched, I'm out. He was like, well, I'm, I'm going to stay here for the program. And I, I think, like, the Eagles, you can just see, like, yeah, we added pieces, right? We had Devontae last year. We've had Goddard. We added A.J. Brown. But other than that, our offense didn't change.
0: I think the most underrated part of your offense is offensive the offensive line, line. best Kelsey.
1: offensive line in the NFL. You got I Eight think guys. You, you have
0: the best center in football by far. Oh, he's unreal, and, and his Jason podcast, Kel- Elite. Kelsey, is his, his bro- podcast. His brother's not bad too. Let's say that lost the Chiefs uh, Los game last no, week. No, but hey, you, don't off, don't off, sleep, off, don't
2: sleep on five one five Express. We're coming for new heights. <laughs> <Hey>. Your <laughs> offensive
0: line, though they they just move people, man. They create holes. You got you know, Landon Dickerson. You, uh, he's and not even and Lane Johnson well, I mean, you look at that but like we're running schemes like
1: we're running center pole center GT like we are doing just difficult schemes and we're switching we'll go man zone we'll go man blocking one play RPO off of it or RPR I mean Jalen Hurts is a dog so he can just do that Then mm-hmm. the next play we'll turn around and we'll go full zone scheme how,
3: how do you defend that you don't. But what's also underrated about this entire team is how opportunistic the defense is. The the Eagles defense Best is turnover margin so in football. Good.
1: Averaging six sacks a game. Can you or, talk no, about what they've
3: done on the fucking D line? I
1: can. Yeah. So one oh that's hey, a shout great out. sound. Oh God. Um well one, you know, we added James Bradbury. If you're the Giants, how do you give that guy up? I mean I, we had...
0: not forget Chauncey Gardner Johnson.
1: Yeah, we grabbed him from the Saints for like a fourth rounder. Um, so we added those two, right? So we have Gardner Johnson in the back
3: end. He's dealing with a little fucking kidney problem, ruptured kidney, (laughs) a little laceration on the (laughs) old kidney. Good God! Could you imagine that? That'd be so terrible. I mean, getting kicked in the dick is one thing, but taking a fucking laceration on your kidney i mean what the fuck kind of injury i mean it's just like his like got cut right like, yeah but like the only thing what i think the about the is that? just the
1: only
2: thing i think about is matt cox out with the kidney stone <laughs> <laughs> and, for our, and, and for our Shout listeners who don't know matt cox he's one of a kind <laughs> he is one of a kind think about the friend who will just do anything for you but just you know is there to have a good time and in college you know he had a kidney stone because he drinks, you know, eight or nine Mountain Dews a day, and <laughs>
3: you don't sleep on Mountain Dew. And he thought I'm not sleeping on Mountain. We
2: dude. had to
1: take him to the ER because he thought it was, uh, he thought he burst his appendix, right? Yeah, yeah. Couldn't so, walk. Yeah, but getting back to the Eagles, I mean, so we added those guys, right? So you're looking at the number two rated corner, James Bradbury, QBR against him, Darius Slade, number four. Okay, I mean, I don't want to throw against him, right? We drafted Jordan Davis, who is a massive human. Okay, yeah. Jordan Davis gets hurt. We had the, you know, we were, I think, top three run defense week five until he got hurt. He gets hurt. We struggle. We lose the Redskins because all they did was run the ball. Come Howie, hey. they'll always be the Redskins <laughs> for me. Howie Roseman is the best GM in the NFL currently. he's
2: getting canceled. <laughs> he's canceled, over here
1: wearing his war paint. <laughs> Um, you know, Jordan Davis gets injured and then hired resume goes, okay, well, I'm going to sign Linval Joseph off of inactive, you know, all pro three time, all pro. Oh, well, you know, I signed him on Tuesday. I'm going to go out and get an Adamican Sue. two days later. And then our run defense, like it, Jordan Davis was never gone. Oh, guess what? He's coming back this week.
0: <laughs> not to mention, you're getting Avante Maddox back, too. Who gets fucking cut? It's not like you can just
3: keep these fucking idiots on your team. Yeah, it's 53 only, man. I don't know, only, man. Who I know, gets man. Cut? I don't know. Brightwell,
1: see ya. Yeah, Brightwell's probably... <laughs> we probably... Our nick our backup, you know, McPherson for Avante Maddox... Uh, probably gone. But you're facing a defense like that, and then you look at the offensive side. The Eagles are legit. It's a good time to be an Eagles fan.
0: It is. I mean... The NFC East is pretty legit. We're gonna you know, all the, four the, the of them to make the playoffs. The Giants right now. are no slouch. The Commanders are no slouch. And the Cowboys arguably are top they're are they are definitely top, a top five team yeah. in the league, maybe top three. And top two, not two. You know, it's it's hey. building up for a Christmas Eve showdown with the Eagles in in the wins. Yeah, and at it, ATT. Um
1: with the Giants and uh, Commander's tie last week, it's still very much possible for like the first time in I don't know, I think I read a stat forty three years. All four teams from the NFC East could make the playoffs. Yeah,
3: but the rest of the season they're going to be beat up on each other. There's way too many division games left. I mean, that's it's true. Somebody's got to come out on top. You can't have 18 ties. I mean, the NFC East so I wouldn't put it past them. There's no fucking offense besides the fucking Eagles and that. But.
0: <laughs> I don't. If I'm a team though, right now, I don't want to play the Cowboys. No, they're Cowboys. Hot. Cowboys look like the best team other than the Eagles. If you're a Cowboys right. and, and lining up
2: against that defense.
3: You know who else is fucking Michael hot Parsons. that we did not talk about? The Bengals. Joe Burrow's
0: having R.I.P. the last few weeks,
2: uh, and for the listeners who don't know, me and Steve are Chiefs fans, so we have to deal with Joe Burrow every year. Um, I mean, it it's like our kryptonite. We just can't get past him. What do you think about three, that, man, Steve? Oh, and oh,
0: and three in, 2022 in the year two against him. It's not like we've
2: won one against him. He literally owns three the points.
0: Chiefs. Three points. All three games is what it's been decided by, and. A, win all, was, all, a win's in, a win. In all three games, Chiefs had a lead. Yep. And it's it just, you know, when you're facing a good, you know, when two teams that are really good, elite teams, great teams, you know, are squaring off, it's it's the little, you know, one, one margin of errors that yeah. can change the game. And, you know, Travis Kelsey's fumbles completely switched that momentum. Huge. Because um, to that point, Bengals. We weren't stopping the Chiefs offense. I right. Mean, we, we, we were kinda on a roll. And more than likely, probably gonna get points out of that drive. And you know, we're either going up, you know, fourteen points or maybe ten points. So, um, but you got you know, you gotta get credit. Joe Burrow is you know, the last couple weeks, no Jamar Chase and he's lighting it up. You know, you went you go into Tennessee last week, two weeks ago, and you get a How big, about that big PI win there. call
2: on that interception
0: yeah i don't i didn't think it was a good call but
2: he didn't even hesitate in his route steven <laughs> yeah I... <laughs> he, no, he man, ran a dig just, right it, a 12 it, it, 10 in pass into 12 I mean, yard dig and his hand was on his waist
0: jamar wasn't expecting the ball i mean he wasn't even ready for the ball
3: best one two punch jamar chase and t higgins or Tyreek kill jalen waddle Tyreek kill jalen waddle yeah 100 percent. yeah I'm speed's taking. different
1: Uh, Swag's different on the Bengals, though. So you guys were talking about something, and Ben and I were talking about this, and you know, this is the platform for it, right? You hear it all the time in football throughout, you know, growing up, youth, middle school, high school, college, even. You know, one game doesn't determine a football game. I think it. I think it's not really true, right? Like, yeah, people said, well, the Chiefs had all these opportunities to win, but when it really comes down to it, that Travis Kelsey fumble. It made a big impact. Like, football is really decided by three to five game trip th- plays every game. Do you guys disagree?
2: I, I, I agree um, to a certain extent. I mean, there's plenty of opportunities where you could have made this tackle, where you could have made this play. The big plays and truly football is the the game of inches. I mean, yeah. every play matters. And then absolutely, know, yeah, one hundred percent. So I mean. And Travis Kelsey owned up to it on New Heights, like yeah, you said. I mean, like, he's like, that game is on me. I literally lost the game for us. And yeah. hearing that from an NFL player, one of the – All pro. Let's just say the best tight end in the league.
1: Oh, 100%. Hands down this year, he's the best tight end in the league.
2: Coming from coming from him as a Chiefs fan, I mean, any football fan, respect yeah, hearing I mean, that.
1: it's just realistic, right? Like, you hear it all the time, and it, it's kind of almost excusy. Like, it's – yeah, you could have made plays here and there. But at the end of the day, turnovers, there's those three to five key plays every game that transform a football game.
0: Yeah. Yep. Turnovers are huge. And, you know, speaking on the Bengals, the AFC North is is right there for them. Um, the AFC North is right there for them. Um, you know, with Lamar Jackson getting hurt, the Ravens are still finding ways to win. Eight and four, both are tied for eight, at eight and four. Ravens got the head-to-head tiebreaker right now, but um, like Will said, there's a lot of division games left to play. Um, you know, you don't know the status of Lamar. Whether it's week to week, day to day, questionable right now. It's right? Looking like he's probably not going to play this week. Yeah, he's he um, got
3: downgraded to doubtful. So I mean, Tyler Huntley's for sure starting.
0: You know, t- Tyler Huntley, dude, actually,
3: kind of a is, dog. Is, is, he's pretty good. Dude, they he came a, in
0: last year and he had some good games. So
3: he's, he's he knows what to do. He can run that offense well. He's basically a mini Lamar. He's good with his legs. The AFC man it's it's a gauntlet AFC and, has more quality teams than a- the NFC has got top 2 in my opinion but the AFC has, has more quality teams throughout I mean the NFC is is the AFC's got the better quarterback play by, by for far. sure for sure I totally agree totally agree I mean NFC you've got fucking- Jalen
1: and that's about it
3: really yeah um
1: so now it's time
0: for our next segment
1: Steve with the FIFA scoop
0: big quarterfinal Friday at the FIFA World Cup in Qatar um two of the best games so far of the tournament both decided in penalty kicks um the early early slate of Croatia Brazil Croatia man the comeback kids they just don't ever quit um I saw a stat that they were like four and zero all time World Cup in their canals. They they won yeah four years ago in Russia, and they advanced to the semifinals. Um, the in the round of 16, sixteen, one on penalty kicks, quarterfinal run one on penalty kicks. Um, you know history tends to repeat itself, um, but you know it's a huge disappointment if you're a Brazil fan, um, the favorites of the tournament. Um, you got arguably the most talented players in the world on that team, um, and and it, and it looked like, you know, Neymar scored an unbelievable goal, um, like one twelve into the game. Yeah, and the, I think it was the hundred fifth minute of stoppage time of the first extra period, um, and it looked like Brazil was on their way to a quarterfinal or a semifinal, and Croatia just they didn't give up. They didn't. They, I mean, they could have thrown in the towel. They didn't give up, and they found the equalizer. In the 117th minute, which is the latest equalizer in World Cup history, um, and they got them right where they wanted in penalty kicks. Um, Croatia goalkeeper Dominic Lovakovic stopped the first penalty, um, and they just kind of, you know, took all the momentum out from away from Brazil. And um, Neymar not taking a penalty. Um, I, I, I what, don't understand. So that. yeah, explain
3: explain that philosophy of I feel like in soccer you want your best strikers to shoot first and penalty kick. Or am I wrong there, Steve?
0: No, I I, I would agree. Um, you know, some teams some teams have a different philosophy where they they're wanting to save their best for last. But in a stage like this, I I think you gotta put. I think if I'm Neymar. I'm the first one stepping up to take that kick, cause you set the tone. Um, you set the tone for the rest of the, the, the PKs. Um, and Rodrigo stepped up, took a, a pretty horrible penalty, in my opinion. Um, one that I think any goalkeeper dreams of stopping, cause it just, you know, it was it was mid-level height. Um, didn't pick out a corner and. Um and then just kind of set the tone and Croatia capitalized on it um, and they're moving on to the semifinals, um, and then you had Argentina Netherlands, and this was probably the best best game of the tournament by far. Um, Leno Messi in what could be his last World Cup, what could have been his last game for Argentina today, um, in the 35th minute had an unbelievable pass to. Noel Molina um I I honestly don't know how he even saw him I don't know if he did see him because he it was it was a blind pass and it was hit, hit him right in stride Noel Molina first perfect touch and uh slotted it past uh Netherlands goalkeeper for a 1-0 lead um and then the 73rd minute Lionel Messi stepped up knocked in a penalty and it looked like Argentina was cruising to the semifinals. Um, and then in the last ten minutes of regular time and ten minutes of the extra uh, stoppage time, you know Netherlands they just they found a way. Um, Horst had a beautiful header unmarked, that, dude's like, that dude's like fucking seven foot. Yeah, he he's huge. <laughs> unmarked in the center of the box, picked out the bottom of the corner, um, and then the the, be- the beautiful set piece at the end there, which was could have been the last kick of the game at that point. Um, you know the whole. Everyone, I think, in the stadium, including all the Argentina players, were expecting them to go over the wall and try to score. Um, And they went right underneath it, like a little pick play, a little post-up play with their big man, Um, and he was able to slot it past Emiliano Martinez. Um, And it just kind of stunned the Argentina fans, Argentina team at that moment. Um, Extra time. Argentina in the second period. Excuse me. Um, they had their chances. They were knocking on the door. The Dutch were, you know, they were bending, but they weren't breaking. They and were tired, dude. That extra time, they were tired. tired. Argentina just kept
3: attacking, attacking. They had, attacking. they had foul few... after foul after foul after foul corner. Yeah, that's corner. another
0: thing in this game. This game was a physical. Yeah, it was game. like a physical game. Yeah, chippy. Yeah, I mean, there was a lot of a lot of guys that could have easily been sent off for the red card, but the you know the referee kind of. You know, he kind of kept it calm, um, let him play. Um, tired after extra time on the PKs. And, you know, if I'm the Netherlands, first guy stepping up, Virgil van Dijk, captain of the team, um, arguably the best center back in all of, you know, soccer uh, at Liverpool. And um, Emiliano Martinez made the save. Um, and then he made another one. Um, a little backstory on uh, him. Emiliano Martinez came onto the scene at the 2019 Copa America. Um, saved three penalties in the shootout in the semifinal against Colombia. Um, Argentina ended up uh, going on and winning that Copa America over Brazil. Um, you know, it was looking like we were going to get a dream matchup in the World Cup semifinal of Argentina-Brazil. Um but obviously that didn't happen, so it's Argentina, Croatia in one semi final, and uh the other one's gonna be determined tomorrow with a couple quarterfinal games. Um first game you got Morocco and Portugal and then you got the the big one of the day which is England France, which um that is gonna be a fantastic game. Um and that's gonna decide our uh, the World Cup semi final.
1: So Steve Speaking from a guy who doesn't know a whole lot about soccer, and I'll be honest, how disappointing was the American loss, or was it actually a better performance than what you expected?
0: I, I, yeah, it's disappointing. I mean, you'll want to win, but you look at the roster we had at this World Cup. Um, third youngest squad. Um, the guys that were in our starting 11 for the majority of the time um, – you know, some guys are 20 years old, 22 years old, 24 years old. Um, looking ahead, I think the the future is bright for this U.S. team. Um, we have I'm, a an, little, I'm a little skeptical about the...
1: Uh, uh, do we have an automatic bid, right? For next year, because right. we made we, the we round are, of 16, we're
0: right? Well, we're, we automatically qualify since we're a host nation. Oh. So we're, we're automatically qualified, yeah. You had the... FIFA World Cup in the States next year, boys. Kansas City, a host site. Not far from here. Um, what about Kansas
3: Soldier? Is, is Soldier Field a host Sol- site? No, not Soldier Field. I
0: didn't know it was Kansas City. Yep, you got Kansas City, um, Dallas, Houston, L.A. Uh, then they're
1: going to play that at uh,
2: the... San Francisco. KC.
0: At the Arrowhead. It's playing at Arrowhead. Arrowhead. Yep.
1: So are they going to, like... Are they using NFL stadiums? And they're just going to yep. transition all yep. of
0: them? Using they using all NFL stadiums. Um... Um, Lincoln Financial Field. Um, so you got Boston, Gillette Stadium, Philadelphia, Lincoln Financial Field, MetLife Stadium in New York. Um, you got Mercedes-Benz Superdome in Atlanta, um, Arrowhead, Houston, Dallas, um, Seattle, LA, uh, San Francisco, and then you got also got a couple games that are going to take place in Mexico and Canada. Um, it's the United joint bid. Uh, So it's a joint bid between U.S., Mexico, Canada. So 10 games are going to be played in Canada, 10 games in Mexico. Um, But majority of the games, including the semifinal and the final, are going to take place in um, the United States. So, uh, you know, I think there's a lot to be excited about with this team. Um, The only thing I'm skeptical about is, you know, whether they do bring – Greg Berhalter back as his contract is up.
1: So, how's could you could you speak a little bit to how like the contract works, like well, he is it a like a
0: um, so his contract expired after the World Cup finished, um, but there there's ongoing talks now about bringing him back. You know, he did do a good job. Um, you know, 2018 U.S. missed out on the World Cup, um, which was. Disappointing. Um, But, you know, he took over, uh, led him through qualifying. You know, he won the Gold Cup, won CONCACAF Nations League with this group. Um, The only thing I'm worried about is typically history tends to repeat itself. Um, You know, when you bring a coach back for a second cycle, things don't always go well. Um, For example, Jurgen Klinsmann. The previous U.S. manager, dude, he fucking sucked. Yeah, I mean, it led <laughs> us to the 2014 World Cup, um, but then from 2014 to qualifying. Yeah, but let's go back pay, to 2014.
3: Okay. You had fucking Landon Donovan and Clinton Dempsey. Okay, any I could have led that fucking team to a World Cup.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, he he did a good job. I love Again, it. Fucking that time, Will, is, the, the time, beers he,
3: are flowing for Will, and he's
2: fucking getting half soccer it. coach.
0: He did at the time he did a good job, but you know, after that World Cup when we re-signed him, it didn't go well. Um, You You don't say. I think complacency sits in, um, you know, and there's been talks about Manchester City's manager, Pep Guardiola, potentially being interested in the job. Um, And I think if you got a guy like him in there, this team can go to a different level.
3: So do you have to be U.S. born to be our national coach?
0: No. So, I mean, you could be from anywhere to be our coach. See, that's fucking stupid. I mean, Jurgen Klinsmann. Yeah, you got to have some beef German. in the game, though, right? You know, the way I look at it, I think you want to have the best coach that fits the team. Um, you know, I think Halter did a good job with this group, but I think you know to unlock the next potential, you need someone a little more inventive, you know, imaginative. This the, he only took three forwards to the World Cup on this roster and that's where the u.s was lacking in the world cup games was in the final third they just couldn't they don't have they didn't have a true striker that could you know score goals
3: i agree and when our strikers are short they can't no one could head the ball we our corner that was the saddest shit every corner was the saddest shit i've ever seen and guess how much fucking soccer i watch literally nothing (laughs) literally nothing and even i know that that was some sad it wasn't great
1: so and also steve so could you explain like how the dual citizenship works
0: right so um you know you could be born so like Serginho des for example was born in the netherlands um his father was american mother was dutch so he growing up could have played for the Netherlands, um, but also America for the U.S. Um, chose the U.S. And once, so he, once he, you make your decision, so there's yeah, there's okay. certain rules to how it works. Um, I'm not 100% sure on exactly, but I think it's, you know, after you make a certain number of appearance for the senior national team, you can't change. Um, but there's, I mean, there's guys from all over that could have played for different countries. Like Eunice Musa could have played for England. Um, and I know they, they wanted him to, but he chose the United States. Why wouldn't you? Um, you know, I, I think it's... You're disappointed that this team lost in the round of 16. Um, but I think you should be excited for what's to come. I think 2026 is could be a potentially a fun World Cup for the United States.
3: I think, yeah, and I think on paper... We were the youngest team at the World Cup this year, right? I think we were the One third. I
0: think we were the third youngest team.
3: We our average age was like twenty three or twenty four. Yeah. It was yeah. incredible.
0: Um, is that a big thing in soccer? Like it is football? It is, yeah, Because I mean, the younger, the more younger guys you got, the your window of, you know, being able to compete at major tournaments extends. Right. Um, you know, I, like Christian Pulisic is going to be twenty eight in the twenty twenty six World Cup. Um, he's going to be in the prime still in the prime of his career um,
1: what is like the average lifespan for a soccer player is it 30s kind of similar to nfl or is it just kind of depend
0: uh, you know on the international stage a lot of guys retire after about 32 33 some go longer obviously uh, cristiano ronaldo's Still playing for Portugal. Uh, Messi's still playing for Argentina. And uh, Luka Modric is 37 and is one of the best midfielders in the Luka world.
3: Luka Modric!
0: Um, <laughs> but I'd say probably around 32, 33. Um, so 2026 20, World Cup. The U.S. is going to have still one of the younger squads. They should be fucking loaded. Um, I think they're going to be even better than what they were. Loaded um, and goaded. I thought our the midfield of Tyler Adams, Weston McKinney, and Yunus Musa was... One of the best midfields in the World Cup. Um, I think we can need to get better at in the in the back end defensively, um, and then we just we just we gotta find a true number nine striker, and someone that is just a goal scorer, because um, that's just kind of where we were lacking in this World Cup. You know, we created some good chances, but we just don't have a guy that can, you know, go get a goal, um, and can create opportunities on his own. But uh, if I'm an American. Um, I'm excited for 2026 so you're saying you're not an American four years away um, you know on home soil for the first time in our lives the last time the World Cup was in the United States we weren't alive Um, so it's going to be pretty exciting so um, I I think we'll perform well sick
1: Um, Tiger Woods the match he's back back, (laughs) fellas
0: He's going to also be playing with Charlie at the He's PNC. Back. Yeah.
1: Will, you're a big golfer. What do you think?
3: Yeah, big golfer. Um, Terrible, but you're a big golfer. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's just false. I mean, it's
3: absolutely false. Oh, we saw you fucking play at Waveland. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, I shot the course record. <laughs> but yeah i mean tiger fuck i mean are you kidding me guy's been through the fucking ringer with everything and the fact that he's back and obviously his first you know tournament this year is gonna be with charlie which is super cool and he came out with like an like in an interview who's just like oh what's your like uh dream foursome and he's like you know what wouldn't even be a foursome it'd be a threesome it'd be me my dad and Charlie, and that just dude, that fucking. That you're a tiger, different. if you're a tiger guy, it hits you right in your feels. I, man. Don't, I don't even think you have to be a tiger guy, right? I suppose, yeah. But when you're the the best to ever, do it. It's just, it just, it's even cooler. And then, especially seeing how good Charlie is, all the mannerisms that he has that are just so similar to Tiger. These videos coming out are fucking crazy. Do you
1: see the uh, the shit talk note he like left for Jordan Spieth? They're like playing a like a scrim, uh, not really a scrim, but they're just playing like a match together. Speeth, Tiger, Charlie, I think Spieth's son or somebody he knew. And it, there was, like, a bunker that was to the right of the hole, and Spieth, like, normally has a draw. Charlie, like, was ahead of him, and he left a paper note in the bunker, and it was, like, not a draw hole. And Jordan Spieth went and picked it up. <laughs> <laughs>
3: it was JT. Yeah, it but was yeah. JT. Yeah, yeah. I'll you're say, right. Yes, JT and Tiger, they're tight.
1: So, but but he picked it up and he just like looked at him. It's like this kid is like twelve years old. (laughs) He's got the most swagger I've
2: seen of any athlete. I mean, Tiger's got swagger, but this kid is cocky. He's kind of like Joe Burrow esque. He's He's got an ego. Oh yeah, for sure. Do you think you imagine him walking around the hallways in your school and just be like, yeah, I have the (laughs) biggest. I mean, I'm the biggest cock ever, <laughs> and you can bow down to me because my dad is Tiger Woods and I'm the best golfer right now at my age. I mean,
0: Do you see, Tiger said he's almost out. He's out driving him almost.
2: That's insane. No, I didn't say yeah. that. Tiger's also
3: fucking on a bionic leg. I yeah. mean, give and, and his and and back, back surgeries would. later. We
0: we're supposed to see. Him, we were supposed to see him this, you know, at the Hero World Challenge, but now he's got a foot problem. Which, um, what would they say? like, uh, plan- Planner flash, fasciitis. yeah, it's Damn. right. It's in the heel. Terrible feeling,
3: terrible. Use know, long jump, smashing my heel on the board, dude. It fucking sucks.
0: It's gonna be fun watching him play <laughs> over the next couple weeks. Um, hopefully, we see him more next year than what we got to see this past year.
3: He said, "Yeah, he said he's gonna do what all the majors and what like f- handful of tournaments on top of that. Probably the ones that he hosts and shit."
0: Yeah, um.
2: it'll be interesting. I mean, I think off the top of my head, I mean, all Tiger has to do is putt, and he's amazing putter. He's old; he's older now. All he's got to do is putt. You know, Rory can you know carry him for the drive and the approach shot, and then you know Tiger's good with the uh, the short game. So you know, um,
0: there's certain. I mean. He's gonna perform well. I think he'll perform well at Augusta. Um, it's just—it's a course that is is kind of laid out for him. And who he's knows used it. to it, right? He knows how to play it. Yeah. Um, you know, it's—it's just—it's the walking that's gonna—you know—be the hard part, obviously. Um, but who who knows? Get the guy I, a fucking cart.
1: Yeah. yeah. Why is that not who, like? Why who who is that knows not a where thing? He's at with his rehab?
2: So why is why is, why is John Daly? A lot of cart. Well, he, he plays Pro Tour. It, like, well, it was the, like the principal charity class. He's a lot of cart, right? It's
0: a senior tour. Yeah, a senior
1: That's tour. That's
3: completely different.
1: different. Yeah, I mean, if, but, if Tiger then, went but on the still, senior tour, he's winning every single tournament.
3: But the thing about so I understand the cart not cart thing. I would love to see him have a cart. I mean, he's the greatest ever. To do it, and but then you have you know your original. Even Tiger doesn't want a cart right. because fuck. No. He's so yeah, he's, it, but the thing is, it's like. Imagine not walking the 30 miles you walk over the course of the Thursday, Friday. Now you make the cut. So now say you're paired with Rory, back nine on Sunday. Rory's got 40 miles on you, and Tiger... That's a stamina deal, too. That gives you a little bit of a competitive edge. And I'm not saying Tiger on one fucking leg isn't a competitive edge, but it's just like it does... The wear and tear, it is part of the whole, it encompasses the whole deal, and that's why you understand, that's why I understand, like, you know, why they don't do the cart, but like, Tiger is one of one, give the fucking guy a cart. Just let him, one time, just to see, right? Like, trial run, yeah.
1: I mean, I think he wins.
3: I mean, yeah.
1: Because that's really, like, every, even after every match, like, the first thing he says every, like, you know, post-conference, yeah, I just, I got tired out there, it's like, well, Give the guy a
2: would golf be better if we if they all rode in carts and drank uh
1: i wouldn't say or would drink, say, But say definitely like if you had every one of the because just like he said like if, if they don't have 40 miles on their legs these guys are hitting the ball on day three and four three fifty yeah I mean, that just makes it so much more I think it'd be sweet if
3: they all were in carts and you just made it, like, a thing. Shit, we're not watching six hours of golf on a Sunday. I don't take a snooze fest in the middle of it. I'm watching fucking two (laughs) hours, and I'm watching these guys drill the fucking golf ball. Yeah.
0: Right.
2: I think it would be a lot different, like, who is the best and who is up there. And, you know, I, I don't know. You get the guys who are, you know, in shape i mean john daly is obviously not in shape but he's a good golfer it would
3: definitely i would say it would definitely help maybe the guys that do like the older people maybe that have run out fatigued yeah that that get that stamina and fatigue out over the weekend but like the best ball strikers are still gonna be the best ball strikers i mean john rom jt you know they're still gonna be fucking one two three yeah rory i mean it's just i get it
0: yeah i i agree but you know i also disagree um I you think you the, wouldn't the, want carts, is what no, you're saying? No, I, I I think the walking part is is part of you know being the mentally mentally tough. Um, you know you got it's a grind. Four days walking, like you said, it's it's a grind. But if you want to be the best, that's how you got to do it. Um, and, and that's how it's always been done. Um, yeah, carts. I think it would obviously speed up play, um, mm-hmm. but I think you know. The best players in the world would say no because I think there's just a part of the game that it's like a respect for the game. You know, you got to respect the course, um, but at the same time, it's it's what separates the best from the the, the middle of the pack um, is being able to withstand those four days with stamina and, um, you know, coming out on top. Yeah, I agree.
1: All right, folks. It is time for our favorite new segment of the pod it is the category express this week's category let's go category express this week's category is heisman candidate fellows what's your top 3 ben
2: wow you're going to me first it's kind of fucked um do we got the are we going off the top ten? Are we going your off the top four? Are we going, your choice, man. I think we're going three to one, right?
1: Yeah. Okay. Last to best.
2: I'm gonna say three B. John Robinson. If he's in the top ten. I don't know if he is or not. Is he Will?
3: It's your fucking top three, dude. All right. Not, I don't know if we were going off the list of the
2: top either ten or like you, our own list. You live by it and you die by it. Your list. Spencer Petras, number three. <laughs> <laughs> three. B. John Robinson. Two. Hendon Hooker. And I'm going to say that because of the of the big win he had. Not just because of the season. He you know he's throwing to Jalen Hyatt all year and. You know, making all these memorable big time passes, big time throws, big time wins. Um, he's just a overall player, and he can sling the ball. He's not just a runner; he can actually sling it. You know. Um, and number one, I I've watched in the past couple weeks, and maybe I'm just going off the past couple weeks, but um, I'm going to go with Kayla Williams, and I think that might be. You know, a little far fetched after the Utah game where he the, the he was thing hurt. was, yeah, I mean he was he was hurt. The one of his final throws on that quick out where he had the five yard out on the slot and the go, the MOR, mandatory outside release on football the football turn. Yeah, football. Big football guy. Um on the outside and he, and we even talked about it a couple of weeks ago, Jake was he was just You know just late and kind of hitched off The throw and that gave that time That safety to get that throw um, That picked it off but I'm going to go Caleb Williams just to He kind of reminds me a little Bit he's not I don't think he's right Johnny Manziel in College I think he's pretty close Um, They were kind of comparing Him to Patrick Holmes I can Honestly see that a little bit Steve and we were Kind of talking about that the other week The way he plays I think he's I hate to say it, but he's pretty similar to Patrick Mahomes. I mean, he makes plays that you know you wouldn't think he can scramble out of the pocket, make guys miss, make defensive line linemen miss. You know, he can make all the throws. I'm gonna go with Caleb Williams as number one. Um, let's go to Will next.
3: Number fucking three. I'm Wait, going... do, I, do, I, do I not get to react?
2: Go ahead, react. Yeah, go ahead. I hate it. Okay, let's say say why.
1: Um, Bijan, Ra- Bijan's a reach. Okay, why? Well, in comparison, to, I I think you left a big one out, Max.
2: <laughs> yeah, he's there. I, it's a toss up between Max and Bijan. I mean, I, I guess Bijan was wasn't he hurt a couple games maybe and yeah. So you play that into effect, and I don't know. I mean. Okay, is that a tie,
3: maybe? Honorable mention, Max. All right. I'll say.
1: All right. All
3: right. Go ahead, Will. I'll, I'll yeah, keep my comments. Go ahead, Will. Fuck no, you. No, no I just, I'm I'm worried about this fucking cat that doesn't up. I mean, the yeah, sorry, up. viewers. We just got a fucking cat. Fucking cat. For,
2: for any of you who f- don't know, the viewers, we're at actually my house right now, and I've got two cats and one 10 week puppy. So bear with us while we get the audio you know, fixed on this, but trying our best we're
3: it's a work in progress it's like our but yeah we're, we're on the fucking train we're we're, hey, we're moving the the express, motherfucker. express but number three for me i'm i'm gonna go with jack campbell i think the guy i love is it an i love it fucking stud you don't just win the fucking butt kiss award i mean everybody loves kissing butt but at the same time <laughs> jack campbell <laughs> is the fucking anchor of a defense and that defense has single-handedly won seven football games for a team when a day in the in the era of college football where it's all offense that motherfucker single-handedly anchored down seven fucking wins and that is just i don't know it just it speaks in volumes number two is stetson bennett the fucking guy has nuts that are just size of fucking tractor tires (laughs) i mean these things fucking drag through the fucking mud they fucking plow the earth i mean the guy is a fucking beast I don't know what it is. He just has to swag about him. I mean, starting off at Georgia as a fucking walk-on, saying, "Okay, you know, maybe this isn't for me. I'm going to go JUCO." Okay. Ball out at JUCO. Comes back. "Oh, you know what? Georgia's going to offer me a scholarship." "Oh, uh, yeah, you know what? Fuck it. I'll do it again. I'll go oh, I'll go earn it this time." Gets behind JT Daniels, comes back in after JT gets hurt and just fucking wins the job and he fucking wins the national title. What's he do? He fucking steps up and goes undefeated the next fucking year. And he's a top four candidate in the Heisman. He's literally going to wherever the fuck the ceremony is. Number one, Hendon Hooker. Ben, you, you fucking elaborate on this motherfucker. This guy is the best player in college football. I know he's thrown to the Blitnikoff Award winner in Jalen Hyde. He's a Hyatt. close one. He is so good. I mean, I know he got hurt. Whatever. Big whoop. Everybody fucking gets hurt. But this dude single-handedly beat Alabama. I mean, threw for three over three thousand yards in the games that he played, twenty-seven touchdowns to two interceptions, ran for another five hundred on the ground. I mean, dude, come on, come on! In the SEC, the fucking oh, the football mecca of the world. Yeah, okay. If you're gonna talk the talk, you better fucking walk the walk, and he sure did it all fucking here for me. Let's
2: yeah, and I'll just piggyback off that. Will. I mean, let's just let's not put wins and losses and injuries into this. I mean, Hendon Hooker at. The- you have got to put game, four, into it, though. Four or five games in, though, Yo, he is right there. No, four or five Heisman games. candidate.
1: I don't think there's. I don't even think there's a question. I he's think, one of one. If I think you're going be, through before, after the Alabama game, absolutely Heisman candidate. Before no, I, I don't even think there's a can. I think before he gets hurt, he's the winner. I think if he would have played the rest of the year, as he did beginning of the year, he's the Heisman winner hands down. We're not even having this category.
0: I disagree. Um, wow. Okay. I think Caleb Williams was always going to win it. Yeah, but you also want to fucking uh, suck his dick, so. No, you know, he's no, he not. he does. He's not Absolutely even, I think does. he's going to win the award, but I he's not my number You know one. the
2: funny thing is, though? Steve was laughing how, like, NFL, like, mock draft guys. I can't think of his name right now, but. Um, Mel
3: Kiper was comparing him to Patrick Mahomes. No, that was the fucking quarterback guru, that fucking coach, that quarterback coach said he's the next coming of Patrick Mahomes. I about he, fucking choked on my looks, fucking uh, saliva.
2: I don't know. He plays like it. I'm You're not also sure he paints can...
3: his fucking nails.
0: So get the fuck out. That
2: is very true.
0: I. He, he's not even my number one though. Um, All right, go cool. three to three to one. I got Stetson Bennett at three. Okay. Caleb Williams at two. I got Max Duggan at one, dude. Dude's a baller. The guy's guy's a winner, man. Iowa, baby. You start off the season not even as a starting quarterback. Nobody's even talking about you or even thinking about talking about you or your team. TCU was probably picked to finish towards the bottom of the Big 12 this year and to run the table, go undefeated in the regular season, undefeated in the Big 12, come back wins in – Virtually almost every game, uh, with Max Duggan making big play after big play. Um, Feet, ground, air. I mean, didn't I, matter. I didn't I, matter. Dude matter. Dude's yeah, a, and it's not even because he's an Iowa boy. It is because yeah, he's yeah, a sexual. He's built, that's, that's fucking. That's that's that corn is, fed. Yeah, that he's is fucking. <laughs> <fed>. But. <laughs> he's corn the fed. Guy, the guy is just, you know, he is resilient, man. Uh, he's tough. Um, and they. They. They probably should have won the Big Twelve championship against Kansas State, but you know, didn't. But they're still in the playoff, and they still got everything to play for. Yep. Um, But he's my Heisman. Um, I just, you know, you root for guys like that.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's just like his post game speech. You almost like, how can you not? He's just different. Am I up? Yeah.
2: Yeah, I can't wait to
3: fucking hear it. Oh, it's did we did we rate Will or Steve's? Yeah, you guys rated me fucking number one. I had easily the best fucking top three.
0: Only because you guys agreed who your Heisman winner was. No,
3: I had fucking Jack Campbell in my fucking
0: top three, and you All fucking I agreed that. there. That's, that's, what was your listen, number two? Number two is Stetson. The, Heisman, yeah, the no. Heisman award is officially an offensive award. Yeah, hundred percent. It's a quarterback
3: that, award. Yeah. Don't. Yeah, I mean, instead of fucking the Maxwell Award, why can't we just do the Heisman, make that the heisman trophy we don't need to know who the fucking best quarterback is because yes. that is the heisman trophy get rid of the fucking Correct. maxwell award. no one gives a fuck who's maxwell Does he, do you know who maxwell is do you know who fucking maxwell is? i have no idea i have no fucking guy i have no clue do you know who
2: blitnikoff is dog <laughs> i don't
3: john blitnikoff do- is my great uncle um this guy <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know what yeah? the fuck that is
1: he grew up on a farm in iowa <laughs> all right go ahead jake on mention stetson bennett for all the reasons will said okay i think he I, I don't think if you put him on a different team he's as successful i think he had a lot of sporting pieces number three cj stroud
2: <clears throat> Go ahead. Yeah. Number three. That's what it is. Number three. Go ahead. Number two. My number three
3: made your number three look like a bitch. For a half. For that a half. is very true. Yeah, because they fucking, he was on the field for fucking fumble. 50 out of the 60 fucking minutes because that fucking offense.
1: Number two. Caleb Williams. And number one. I ride or die with my man Steve. It's got to be Max Duggan.
3: I'm all for that. That's a great pick. I,
1: it, for me, it was just like. TCU's defense, one of the worst in in the nation. Uh, I think they were like ranked 96th. They gave up 25 points a game. Mm-hmm. So you got to have I quarter- I don't know what that's
3: like. I've never I don't think I've ever seen 25 well, points scored fan, in a yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> So I mean, you got to have a quarterback that can handle I mean, there's a momentum piece of that, right? Like you're getting scored on every game and you just said, "Okay, I don't care. Fuck it. I'm going to come out and I'm still going to put up points." And they averaged almost 40 points a game. Run pass it didn't matter the guy just did it and i i just don't think tcu is where they are without him and i think that's what the heisman comes down to for me
3: and i think people are maybe writing tennessee or tcu off with michigan in town i think tcu pulls off a win there in the college football playoff really i think tcu beats michigan i don't know i I disagree i
0: agree with that actually Michigan
3: I, is different. Yeah, Michigan's different. But at the same time, TCU playing with an is edge. fucking different.
1: They're playing with an edge too. I, like they I, just have like that you know how you like you get that
3: like that team. They're feeling? never they're never out of it. Yeah. They don't fear I don't think they fear anyone. They've got a veteran signal caller. they've got a decent head coach in Sonny Dykes. I, I think they're first year head coach. Yeah. I mean with TCU. C first year head coach with TCU. But it this could be a great – I mean, it's going to be a great playoff. You just hope I, It it's, is. You just hope it's sunny in Arlington. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think the Georgia-Ohio State game is going to be tight, a close game. Tight. Yeah, I
3: think Ohio State also wins, and I think you see but Ohio State-TCU championship game. So here's a question. Would
2: you love to see – I mean, obviously, as a Hawkeye fan, a Big Ten you know, conference, Big Ten. you would love to see a Big Ten
1: yeah, championship. you 100%. First of all, you want to
3: see a Michigan – Ohio State championship because yeah the, you will feel the earth shake anytime there's a fucking because you know both of those play. fan bases are going to oh get yeah that dude game. there well, isn't there be- isn't a stadium stadium big enough for that fucking football Plus, game right
1: you know the entire Big Ten is kind of giving the the middle finger to the SEC and just saying yeah we're we're still here yeah we're here. not that yeah.
3: they're also getting a fucking giant wad of fucking cash in their pockets oh, too one hundred percent right I agree
1: all right so to end this who had the best ranking. My vote, Steve.
3: I, I, can you vote for yourself? Is that a thing? I, I don't know. I just think I had Jack. I had Jack Campbell, and that just is—he's one of them.
2: I'll say so. Will because of Jack Campbell because that was out of the fucking rafters. So I'll go with I'll go with Will, Steve.
3: I'm gonna vote for myself. There you go. It's two to two. Who's the off, who's the tiebreaker? I mean, Steve. Let's let's flip a fucking coin here. I like my list over yours. I like my cock more than yours. Whoa,
2: whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> oh, I'll flip a coin on Siri. What do you got, Will? Heads. <laughs> Siri, flip a coin. Tails. Fuck. <laughs> Let's go,
1: Steve.
2: Next Steve thing. is our first winner Next on the Express.
1: Listeners, hop on the Steve Express.
2: All right
3: fellas.
1: That's it. Well, hey, you got it, Jake. I mean, do we want to, you guys got any parting words?
3: Nah, tune back in. We got more to come.
2: We got, we got more to come. We got, we got guests on the list. Um, Please subscribe, like, comment, all that good stuff. You know, the express will not stop until we
1: are at the top. You know what they say about trains?
0: Chugga, 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 chugga.
1: Chug it, chug it, chug it, chug it, chug it. They start slow. We will be better. And anybody
3: out there, I mean, that listens, to this feel free to shoot us any yeah. recommendations on what you want to hear. We're trying to cater yeah. to anybody else. It doesn't have to be all Iowa. It doesn't have to be any. Yeah, correct. If you have something like cricket, you want us to fucking talk about,
2: I'll, we'll, do, have, I'll do the research. We will have the Twitter get going. Um, Give us some feedback here by the by by the time you guys hear this this episode. So. DM us, you Drop know. Drop a Yelp and let's roll. Yeah. yeah. Let us know questions and all that stuff. We'll be happy to, you know, shout out the questions and answer them and kind of go from there. So, we're looking forward to where this thing kind of takes off to. And uh, you know,
0: I'm just going to say go Hawks. Go Hawks. Go Hawks, babe. Go Hawks.